0: World, and welcome back to another triumphant episode. Triumphant, mm-hmm. nice of the America podcast, episode one seventy nine. Today is Thursday, October twenty seventh. I did. I had to look. I had to look that date up. I was like, "Wait, what?"
1: <laughs> oh my god, hell, Halloween's next week. <laughs> oh my god, my players were like, "Can we have Halloween off?" And I'm like, "Wait, hold on." So you need Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to celebrate Halloween. And then your next day is Tuesday. No, we're having practice. <laughs> and then they're like, Can we dress up in costumes? And I was like hundred percent if you'll come.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like, I know this is this perturbs you because this is actually the second time you've mentioned this on the podcast, John
3: is it <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: <it's, laughs> yeah is it really <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it is. yeah i it's, think it is it's it's bothering me a little bit you don't need five days to celebrate halloween uh, some yeah but you're in college yeah. for a month True. you know i, that's I saw too halloween much.
3: decorations coming up on october 1st
1: man Get too spooky much stuff out it should be illegal to celebrate uh uh a, a, a holiday not in that month
3: oh dude i'm sure there's already like evangelical people listening to christmas music because they think it's the devil oh dude day. there's already yeah.
1: it's all in the stores already yeah, it's yeah, terrible yeah. anyway sorry i'm totally killing this intro. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah miss downer like a scrooge of all holidays over here <laughs> i know
0: i i will say halloween and, and uh, thanksgiving are my two favorites but if they're taking
1: five days for halloween how many are they going to take for christmas Oh jeez, I know, right? Well, they take five months actually, so or five weeks. So, um, I will say though, not to be a, a, a Scrooge because I want to address that on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's because it diminishes the sp- the specialness of the holiday, mm-hmm. and so you should you should you should keep it special, right? If it's all special, it's none of it special, mm-hmm. so. Keep Christmas in December. That's what I'm running on. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Anyways, hi, I'm John. (laughs) That's that's John
0: Anderson. Smashing pumpkins. Oh. Everywhere. (laughs) Oh, nice. Can that be my call sign?
2: (laughs) Smashing pumpkins? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll change it. I'll change it on the website. Oh, yeah. And also with us out in the Denver metro area, John Kelly. How are you this evening, sir? Uh, I'm good.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like John said, getting getting to sp- the end of spooky season and coming up on the election in a couple of weeks, which is what we're I here talking about uh, you know, here tonight for most of it. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Could be. Did you guys submit your
1: ballots yet? You no, nope, <laughs> but yet. I got mine. Yeah, but it's I got. Hanging out there. Uh, I officially voted this week. All right, Good for beep, beep. you, let's Love go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, straight R's down the ticket, right? Yeah. You know me too well. <laughs> straight R's all the way down, baby. Joe O'Day seems like a yeah. very stand up guy. He's hey, the guess who texted guy. me? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, i guess who got a donation from $25? Not Joe O'Day, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael Bennett. Yeah, yeah, took a screenshot. Couple of thumbs up emojis. Please don't ever text me again. They were smarter than the Secretary of State candidate because they didn't text me back. That that candidate texted me like three or four times. Jenna Griswold got a bunch of money out of me on that one. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you who and what I voted for, but I'll just say everybody should pay attention to the different amendments that are here on the ballot here in Colorado. You have a lot of power here as a citizen to affect uh, a lot of local stuff, so— Read up on yep. it. We're not going to do a local review. We're going to be talking national stuff. But uh, yeah, there's some there's some fun things on the ballot here in Colorado.
1: Just vote against Tabor wherever and whenever <laughs> you possibly can. We <laughs> will
0: <laughs> supply links to uh, somewhere where you can get information. Like one of the things was a Ballotpedia. That's a good place.
1: Ballotpedia is really yeah, good. It's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crooked Media usually has a good explainer for at least like national stuff um especially for left-leaning individuals yeah so um, and i'll that's and I will say one. i was also pretty
3: surprised um at least the the state of colorado's response to like uh um judges throughout the state their their website's actually pretty good um oh like the good because that one's makes me uncomfortable i don't know I yeah voting, voting judges that, is so. weird but they do a pretty good job of discussing case loads. that's and, good. How yeah. They stuff, but there's okay, cool. there's
1: outside stores, sources too away from the state. If That's you good because the evaluation is really difficult on those.
0: Yeah. Well, before we get too much into that midterm jargon, let's uh, we have to also introduce Mr. Tyler Grillo, our West Coast correspondent.
2: Oh, yeah. How are you this evening, sir? Why? Why? Hello. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing good. Busy times. Ready to just uh, talk about some really uplifting topics as we always do. And uh, I will say that because I'm not in California or not in Colorado, that I'm in California uh the i got a thing in the mail today that was like vote like here's all the things to vote on the things and uh it i could tell i didn't even look at the things i could just tell by the graphics that it was conservative it was like giant american flag oh. and eagle and shit and then, and then and then i looked at it and it was conservative uh yeah, but buddy. i was just like i was just like <laughs> wow i could just tell by the graphics there's also there's this <clears throat> gambling um like trying to make gambling um Oh God! Oh, online online gambling. And so, what's amazing?
3: Gambling, great again.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And so, what's really great about it, though, is that it's the way that the messaging has gone is like, "Hey, do you hate Native Americans? Then vote no on this because it's basically going to take money away from them." And then somehow, I don't like the logic to me doesn't work. But they've done the other ones. They're like, "Hey, do you hate Native Americans?" then you should vote. Or do you? If you don't, then, then you vote, vote yes. yes. Like, both sides are basically <laughs> being like, do you hate Native Americans? Like, then vote no. Or like, then you should vote this way if you don't. And it's like, I'm like, how did both sides, how can they both, it just, it... Oh and, and then I actually read about it, and it's because the indigenous community, like some tribes some like like three of like the 70 or whatever are in support of it or whatever and like so they just basically saw like the other side saw that coming and we're like we're just gonna confuse it by just using the exact same messaging yeah. and i was just like wow the times we live in amazing dude i've
3: read it's it's yeah. one of the highest monies in any campaign yeah currently is is the gambling stuff
2: they're just throwing i mean because they have the money obviously right and they're also like, I'm uh, like, I, it, this is not, but like messaging because that's actually like, I think the move is you are supposed to vote no on it is if you're progressive or whatever. Progressive voter guide is the one I go to, but yeah, because like, the- classically
3: in most states outside of like Nevada, yeah. the the only people that are allowed to control ga- gambling in the state are tribes. And it yeah. was a way to try to make sure that they were making money <laughs> <laughs> yeah. off the fact that they had all their land taken from them.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But like one of the other arguments is they're like, it will turn every gambling device like in your in like all your kids will have gambling devices in their hands, which is like true. But I'm like, whose credit card? How are you giving your seven year old a credit card? Like, how are they getting the money to you? Like anyways, it just opened up a lot of other questions where I was like, messaging needs to be better. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Tyler,
1: when you first introduced this, I thought it, you were going to say that you were, like, on a website gambling on which measures were going to pass. <laughs> and not. Yeah. That's, I was like, oh, no, this has gone sideways <laughs> for <Yeah>. Tyler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tyler yeah, got yeah. off the rail. Spiraling spiraling, spiraling. spiraling.
0: Spiraling
2: so hard. Oh, man. Well, I guess we are going straight into the midterm talk, huh? Well, let's, let's take a let's take a detour to Iran because it does connect back. If, it's all midterms. It's, it's all, all democracy. It's all, it's all, it's all democracy. Um, and this is something that we've been wanting to talk about in the pod for a few weeks now. We are, we are late to yeah. the game, um, but better late than never, as they say. Um, so if you don't know, which I will say I was also slightly late to the game and was told off about that. And by late, I mean like five days, but I was late still in coming to the, um, a uh, a woman, a young woman in um, Iran, Asa Amini, I was twenty two, um, was arrested for, um, I believe, wearing pants,
0: violating a law, a very restrictive
1: law, yeah, yeah, a morality law, yeah. quote unquote,
2: yeah, and then was um, died in prison, likely it appears from being beaten. Um was also um, Kurdish, which is important to note because um, the Kurds are not uh, all Muslim. Um, and so, therefore, those laws that are being enforced upon them by uh, the Ayatollah and the Ayatollah's regime uh, are not in line with their religious thinking. So, it is religious oppression. Um, and this has sparked a giant uprising um, in Iran, and uh, it has been going on for weeks now, and really, the Iranian people are, uh, yeah, taking to the streets in mass numbers, huge amount of protests being led uh, a lot by young women. There's a lot of amazing scenes of courage coming out of schools of young uh, girls and young women there. And I believe recently in the last couple of days, John, I think you sent this to me, uh, was that thousands of people like um, in uh, defiance of some closure trying to prevent this uh, march to... The uh, grave of the one who was killed.
1: Um, uh, sorry to interrupt. I just got a text message from a, a, a Lauren uh, Griot. I guess I don't know exactly how you pronounce that, but uh, she said uh, just randomly. I can't believe I just got that. Oh yeah, this. I wonder where this came from. Um, but it was that she was arrested for wearing hi- her hijab wrong. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So okay. funny that just randomly came so in. So randomly. And,
0: um, sex machina.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then she
2: died in the hospital. I actually... That's interesting. I actually saw a report because that's what I also heard was the hijab, but then I actually saw another report that it was something about pants. Not pants is what... I also got this strange yeah. message from someone. And
3: I, and I mean, I I think that actually highlights one of the... Oh, uh, that, that was someone else. That was someone else. Oh, I see. Okay. But I, I was going to say it it's, it highlights one of the, I think, real difficulties about trying to figure out exactly what's happening on the ground in Iran is that the media censorship is very stringent in that country and Mm -hmm. they don't allow a lot of outside information in or a lot of inside information out. And so I've, I've certainly struggled to figure out exactly what's happening there. But um, I agree with you, Tyler. There's a lot of, I would say younger generation handheld first, like releasing, releasing on a lot of social media platforms that they can get their hands on. Right. Like through TikTok, through like Reddit, stuff like that, where they're getting a lot of videos out in the world, which is, pretty harrowing and there's some pretty pretty intense violence that's going on by the secret police taking people off the street murdering shooting people in the streets when there's protests that they feel like are getting out of hand it's uh it's a it's a serious situation 120 protesters
1: 130 protesters or so i read last have been killed by the uh by the government yep it's uh it's bananas um and i i i think it's I guess I will say I personally am viewing this in a larger context uh, as we've talked a lot about on this um, podcast which is a struggle of autocracy versus democracy and really to expand that out into a less Western lens a um, power from above versus power from below and uh, I think we're in the midst of a worldwide struggle for that Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with The interconnectedness now of the world um, and also the new and various uh, technologies of oppression and how those things uh, interact. And so um, I I think it's, it's important to view this, what's happening in Iran in that larger context, because it allows us to understand what's happening in our own country, what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening in a lot of European countries right now. Uh, And so it also allows us to create allies across borders, um, which is going to be really important because the authoritarians are doing that in spades right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we here in America have clear, strong allies that we need to support on the ground in Iran right now and Ukraine and all of these other places, as well as we're hoping to get support from them. Um, And that is again, this, this, worldwide struggle we're currently in of democracy versus autocracy and how we're going to shake out for that in the next couple of decades.
2: And, and I just want to highlight, cause unfortunately, you know, uh, just the, what we are fed and taught often has us think that like, Oh, America's all this progressive. Well, like America's like progressive in and other countries not. And it's like, it's a, it's a linear kind of move towards progressivism or something like this, which is not the case. Um, it always, you always need to fight for it. And Iran's an example of that where they were very progressive. Um, and, uh, then with the, um, it's, it's 1976, right? 79. 79? Yeah. The revolution, um, yeah.
3: 6,
1: 9, you know.
2: Yeah, there, yeah, six, nine, 7, 9. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, they, right there was this move back to, which, you know, yeah, yeah you know, there's the U.S. had a hand in this, uh, went back to um, the power the, of, a, of a theocracy, right?
1: Um, they were a socialist democracy, and then the... Socialist democracy was overthrown. Yeah. And a uh, uh, king was installed. And then that led to an Islamic revolution in 79. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a similar thing happened in Afghanistan, too. Uh, there, they, you can, the seeing pictures from Afghanistan and Iran from like the 60s and 70s, you would think it would, they were. at times, Western countries. like It would be tough to tell the difference. And then they had Islamic revolutions, and now here we are. So um, if we think, like Tyler, the point Tyler's making is, if we think progress happens linearly, it very much does not. And as we have seen in this country with Roe v. Wade, it can recede, and it can recede quickly, and those things have Mm. impacts for decades to come. And so we should probably not do that before it is too late.
2: Yeah, Yeah. And one way to do that is to vote Vote, baby, vote, (laughs) baby,
1: vote, baby, baby, vote, vote, vote.
2: And this election, so, yeah, (laughs) pivoting here to the midterms, uh, this election is so, so, so important because it is a setup for 2024 of, like, really, actually, even if we get, to vote or if our votes matter we will i will probably get to vote in 2024 well a lot of people will some people will not uh because of voter intimidation uh but and suppression and suppression and, yeah, yeah variety
3: of yeah mm-hmm. and some states will be a lot worse than voting tactics
2: yeah yeah and one of the big things that's happening has been the target and uh of of you know especially the far right and maga uh and trumpers Has been to target election officials, right? In the same narrative of the 2020 election was stolen, blah, 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 all of this. So that's county clerks, secretaries
1: of state, right? Exactly.
2: Yeah, the people who do have, who are certifying elections, who are overseeing the processes, um, and have access to all of that information. Um, And that is the scary thing, because when you get people in those positions who do not believe in democracy itself, really, uh, then, then you cannot have a functioning democracy if the people who are supposed to be in charge of making that democracy function don't believe in it, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. It's, um, sure. We're going to see dozens, I would say, of con- uh, uh, contested elections. Um, yes this year yeah. uh, that is going to throw our country into turmoil um, Yeah. It it's, going it's,
3: to f- it's already clear that Republicans yeah. are going to challenge races in deep blue states that they had no chance of winning. It's clear that yes. they're going to do that already. they're
1: going to challenge everywhere uh, yeah that is going to further erode the confidence that both sides have in elections, yeah um which is going to be uh really terrible for 2024 because as Tyler said we're setting up that chessboard and if the republicans win the house they could very much just say no a democrat doesn't get to be president like they did when they had the senate and they're like oh turns out if you're a democrat you don't get to nominate supreme court justices anymore yeah. so mm-hmm. uh yeah. elections have consequences we have a history of this uh and we're about to see um Political chaos in this country like we have not seen for decades, if not centuries. Yeah, And I'm sorry to say that, but it is... <laughs>
3: no, but you're you're right because it's, 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 it's clearly going to yeah. happen. Yeah. It's yeah. going to happen. It's almost 100% certainty that the Republicans are going to take back the House, which is going to release a whole bunch of federal circus stuff that's happening. Everyone's
1: going to get um, impeached in the executive branch. Yeah,
3: yeah Everybody. pretty much. Yeah, you can guarantee it. Um, I think we could probably pace place over under bets three months in. So March of next year, whether or not there's yes. already articles of impeachment for Joe Biden on the table, and I might Kamala go Harrison, over just Anthony slightly
1: Lincoln. And yeah, uh, um, but yeah,
3: you're, you're totally right. I think. And, and what, what is concerning also is that it's not going to affect a lot of like blue states or purple states, ones that are on the edge, but in a lot of these deep red states, that's where you have the real Trump MAGA, election deniers running for all the state and local stuff which is going to slash voter rights throughout states um and given the supreme court and the way that it sits um i think it's it's very likely what you're going to get between now and 2024 not only election deniers Right. On the on the one side challenging what's happening now, but within six to eight months, very stringent legal voting laws that would be challenged by the ACLU and other voting groups for year for a year and a half before the election even happens in 2024, preemptively saying, hey, you can't take away all of this stuff (laughs) that happens in state. You can't take drop off ballots away. You can't allow people to stand in front of voting boxes and somehow citizens check if people are allowed to vote or not. Right. Like. Ridiculous measure. So there's going to be that too, which also continues to erode confidence and people's feeling of security uh, yep. within the the system. That it will turn without being
1: violent, right? Turnover and without if, violence. If you think you will be safe in a blue state, you will not be. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to say. Yeah. Uh, for example, um, if and this was one of the the outcomes Republicans were seeking uh, in 2020 is if the there's possibilities that a contested presidential election will have to go to the House. Uh, the House does not, in that case, the House does not vote per person. The House delegations yeah. vote per delegation. And so if there's 29 Republican states, there will be 29 Republican states who vote that way, regardless of what the breakdown is in Congress. And so it is incredibly important that these states are not unilaterally controlled by MAGA folks also by the way if they get enough states they can call a constitutional convention mm. uh, which is explicitly listed as a goal of many state republican parties at the moment that's this true too they want yeah. to wow, do.
2: wow! i didn't know it was that deep i know i remember this talk but i hadn't oh uh, i hadn't looked up on that yet recently Oh it's still a thing great
1: we're we're a chess move or two away from some very bad shit yeah yeah and the the if the democrats are able to by some miracle um Sorry, I just got an alert that uh, it would appear that Elon Musk officially took over Twitter, so I will have to be deleting my Twitter tonight. Oh, uh, uh, that sucks. <laughs> you, yeah, you <laughs> should make a final it. tweet
2: just to let everybody know why you're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, boo yeah, uh, Nazis
0: a, is
1: no more. Boo uh, Nazis is gonna have put to put that cologne
0: down the drain.
1: <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Um, so, if the Democrats, by some miracle, maintain the House and by some toss-up. Uh, maintain the Senate, then we're probably looking okay. Um, If not, uh, it's going to be bad. If they win both chambers and by a lot, it's going to be really bad. Uh, If we want a little bit of positivity here, I think that um, seeing how insane, I think the, one of the better outcomes would be the Democrats hold the Senate and the Republicans take the house. Yeah. Which I, I
3: will the, just say, that's what I think is going to happen. I yeah, I, I think I think um, the Democrats are going to keep the, just because of how weird some of the Senate races are, and the Democrats yeah. are in better position with people who are much more sane, <laughs> right yeah. on a lot of things. And I just don't think yeah. there's that many crazy. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I
1: I think that that helps ch- set the chessboard in ways. Otherwise, not. Um, But in ways for 2024, because the American people will get a full display for two years of the insanity that is about the clown shit show that it's going to be a Republican held. It's going to be a full fucking shit show. So uh, they're not interested in making your lives better. They're interested in uh, investigating Democrats and increasing their own power.
3: Yeah, 100 percent. 100 percent so
1: that's i mean they've what pr- we they have proved that years.
3: they've proved that yeah. over the last six months and over the last year they continually the vote years. yeah yeah yeah, really. yeah
2: yeah they don't give a fuck they're so, obstructionists
1: to their core that's all they care yeah. about yeah,
2: yeah they yeah, don't
1: yeah. want american government to function properly because their private business interests do not support that yes and yes. they have taken private business interests over their country exactly. So uh, this is, um, I think, possibly in ways going to help 2024 because if not, the uh, insanity would stay a little bit muted, right? Um, which I think would be a problem for 24 because I don't know something like gas being 10 cents more might swing an election, or right. something like email security might swing an election. So uh, if the stakes are high enough, um, the, the American people will understand that maybe we should care less about. Ten cents more at the gas pump than literal yeah. democracy. Right. So hopefully that happens in twenty four. But um, the last two years have been some calm, and we are about to return to uh MAGA The storm, land. yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, storm. Storm. the storm, the
2: storm, the storm, yeah. the Magus QAnon, the storm is coming. Um, the well, speaking of the chessboard, and I think all that is true, right? Like the people who got, and again, as we were saying earlier, though it might not matter how many people go out to vote if the restriction and enough are challenged and all of that. Buckery, yep. but yeah. speaking of the chessboard of 2020, like saying of the chessboard of 2024, Pennsylvania um, is turning out to be a like ground of a testing ground. Trump is putting his, so because we again, it's too early to say. Obviously, like where all the states will be, and this the the midterms will give us even more insight. But it Pennsylvania has the um, uh, potential to be. The swing state that could could decide the 2024 election um and it is also if we recall from 2020 one of the states in which there was like the, oh, the fake ballots in philadelphia and all that bullshit and so uh and they're having the senate election between fetterman and fucking dr oz that is becoming a shit show that they're i ba- hate this timeline it's so yeah so yep. ridiculous I'm with you and, and and i got i didn't watch the debate but i read that like fetterman had some really pretty big gaffes in the last debate that just like brought his like kind of mental or his um not mental health but just like i guess general health into his,
3: his, his, his,
1: acuity. He's, his acuity he suffered a stroke he yeah, suffered right, a stroke yeah. earlier yeah. this year right so um, he's having trouble with language processing yeah, and things yeah, like that yeah
2: which is yeah so like so it's getting heated there and so i guess trump is kind of throwing himself into that a little
3: bit uh to, into that debacle yeah. Terrible Um, things. He's already said terrible things about it on multiple sources. Yeah, Um, so bringing out the same stuff you would expect Donald Trump to approach someone who might have some issues with their mental health or some issues with their physical health. Exactly how you would think he would respond to that.
1: And on top of that, it's um, they're they're putting into place. like Tyler was saying, a dry run for challenging the 2024 yes. election. So they're they're putting into place lawyers and, and activists and poll watchers and things like that um, in order to set up 2024. And Trump has a particular fascination with Pennsylvania because he has particular fascinations. Uh, so... <laughs> well, no,
3: because he still believes that he won it.
1: Right, exactly. So that's... Yeah, yeah. Um, One of the things that makes him uniquely uh, terrible and scary is most politicians are able to calculate away from those types of things, but he is not. And it's caused great destruction uh, in our country and for the Republican Party as well. Right.
3: Right. And I think and I mean, I think that's the silver lining, right, that you were describing, John, that the, the end run here is if the complete madness is on display the next two years in the House. And there's a Democratic-controlled Senate that can reel it in a bit, and it's not just free for all uh, yeah. in Congress, which is what it will be, because it'll be some wild infighting with the Republicans if they
1: control both. Because oh, some- Kevin McCarthy is not going to be the speaker.
3: Oh yeah, dude, no, it's going to um, be Donald Trump. <laughs> it's yeah.
1: going to be Donald Trump or fucking Marjorie Green Taylor yeah. or fucking Elon Musk. Yeah,
3: yeah who knows, Hawking right? Them. Yeah, who knows. Yeah.
1: But I mean, I think that
3: it, it also. Uh, you know, we've been talking about it for years, and most people see this as the potential death throes of the Republican Party, and that could hasten it really, yes. for 2024 uh, with all of it. Because it's, it's very hard to come back if a party has to implode that hard when it's like, yeah. oh, literally we have somewhere between probably a third and a half of the people that are within the party in Congress and the Senate that are like, we can't have them be elected officials, period. Right. And it mm. divides the party up. And so <laughs> you never know. And speaking but of possibly. who's winning, yeah.
2: And it, well, speaking of who's winning that divide right now, or it uh,
3: keeps down the path.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, got a authoritarian. This stat, John, these stats that you sent us uh, the other day from 538. And, you know, we shall see in a week and a half's time now how this comes out. But in terms of this, was was uh, yesterday. So the 26th of October, I believe. Right. Um, most election deniers are likely to win their races. So the stats are the share of Republican House, Senate, and gubernatorial candidates by whether they claim the 2020 election was stolen with, the, with their election odds. Okay. So of election deniers at this point, 67% are, of, so of, of those running, right, in House, Senate, and gubernatorial candidates, 67% are expected to win versus 19% of Democrats. And in and in races where the Republicans are not election deniers, only 32 percent are expected to win versus 42 percent of Democrats, and then obviously there's some numbers in between there. So it, it it seems that the 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 election denier wing of the party is winning the favor of people,
1: which is the the market growing. is supporting that. Um, <laughs> sure is, <laughs> yeah. That yeah, which is bad yeah yeah it's bad it's bad shit but it's what it is it's it's real real bad so um i hope everybody enjoyed their last couple years of peace and calm and we are going to be back to what it was like to live under a trump administration yep and um it's going to be a lot more stressful for everybody and there's going to be a lot more terrible policy and people will have dramatic consequences to their lives because of this. Um, if you have older parents and you care about their health care, you should care about this kind of stuff because Social Security and Medicare is going to be gone if they get their way. Um, if you care about a woman's right to choose in any state because they are going to pass a national abortion ban. Uh, if you care about democracy here and abroad, Ukraine, is, they are going to cut off all funding for Ukraine. And they're going to leave them alone against Putin. So uh, sure. these are dramatic consequences that are going to happen, and it's all for apparently a uh, uh, ten cents less at the pump. So um, real, real big bummer there, and we got to start making some better decisions.
3: Yeah, no, I, I agree, John, and I, I think you, I think you summed it up great. And I knew you were about to give us the sign off for. For the pod, And so I just want to step in just real quick back to the uh, discussion on Iran. Um, if you guys are looking for a good outside source, look up a next uh, former colleague of mine from University of Iowa who's now a PhD student at University of Columbia, Naveed Zaranhal. He's great. He's done some great interviews the last couple of weeks about how the situation on Iran, the historical implications of it. He's a big anti-colonial scholar, so he brings a very, very interesting impression Uh, opinion on it so i just wanted to plug that quick uh for another good point for some outside uh information besides us (laughs) so that's all
1: (laughs) and let me not get so doom and gloom i think i said this on a podcast uh a little while ago which is we're in for a tough several years here but if you look at the long term we're winning we're winning decisively and by we i mean people who care about creating better lives for average people and uh, by winning I mean over the course of the last let's say 500 years so you're part of a much longer struggle something that's really really important something that has been felt for generations and will be felt for generations and your job is to pick the ball up and move it forward it's not to win it's just to pick it up and move it forward so uh, let's do that on the 8th Godspeed everybody
2: Republicans win the House over under on whether they make Trump Speaker.
1: Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I'm gonna, gonna just I, be fucking. I'm gonna put it low. I'm gonna put it, it low. Okay. I'm gonna put it low. You're gonna put an under. Okay. All right. I think it is low ish, but it's it is. Got it. Tyler, you have to give us a percent if you're gonna ask us over under.
2: Yeah, you gotta. Oh, I'm say saying fifty percent. I'm saying fifty percent. Fifty percent. I'll take the under. I'll take the under.
1: I'll Half take chance? the under, but it's yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm thinking more like 25, 30 percent, which is right. that's where I was thirty percent <laughs> higher <laughs> still than the other. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the chance concerning. that he would win the election in twenty sixteen. Right, so. right,
2: right, right. Fucking A. All right.